Welcome to the Wonderlust Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build an online biz that unleashes their freedom. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Inside the Wonderlust VA, we love to celebrate our alumni. And one of my very good co-mentor and friend is Kaylee Freeman. Kaylee Freeman has been going through our alumni and doing some spotlight interviews that I'm so excited to share with all of you. So I'm super excited for you to listen to this interview between Kaylee and an incredible alumni, Hannah Hassler, learning about Hannah's story, where she was, what she does now is so inspiring. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Hannah, and she is a Laptop Freedom alumni from 2019. And um, we're just getting to know her today, getting to know her story, and um, really diving into what this world has brought up for her in her career and her advancement and showing you that it can be possible, too. So let's just start off with, tell us about why you wanted to be a virtual assistant. Yeah, so I was a teacher, which I've heard a number of people in the online space come from teaching backgrounds. Um, And I was doing that full time. There are things that I loved about it, you know, the students, et cetera. And then things that were just like, so hard. (laughs) Um, And we had had some like administrative shifts and, and that can really change a school. And we just, it was very more like test centered than when I started, like practice the Mm -hmm. test, take the test, read the test results, practice the test again. Like, and I just, I was so exhausted, (laughs) so exhausted of that and, and just different things. And so for me, I started to have a lot of like physical, mental, emotional like problems. <laughs> um, so like I got, I ended up with IBS, which the specialist said, like, this is stress induced. And she literally said, like, if you plan to continue teaching, you should plan to like, within 10 years, you're going to eat a hole in your stomach. Like you're like, it's so it's very stressful for you. <laughs> oh, no. Like, Interesting. Well, that's a downside, you know, and, um, and then I started having like panic attacks when I was in my room by myself. And at first I was like, oh, you know, like it's kind of nice that at least I'm by myself because I can't imagine a room full of like 12 year olds and then like, what's happening with Miss Hassler? Um, And then I was like, oh, shoot. It's like if I'm in a quiet room with no one around, it's like my whole nervous system is trying to like shut down because I'm just under so much stress. So it was things like that that were just really obvious heads up like you need to find a different path for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, and you know, we realize it's great that you realized that and didn't just ignore it because taking care of yourself is so huge. Like people don't understand, like you can't just work yourself to death. Yes. Like that's not how we do things in society anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's funny you say that because when I, as you said, I started Laptop Creative Program in 2019, but when I like had circled back to it, I realized, oh, I have emails from um, like Laptop 
uh, freedom program stuff from like 2018, you know, where you like opted into something or you were interested. Yeah. Like, I was kind of flirting around with the idea of it. And then I like went back to school for that academic year. <laughs> and that's where it was just like, that was a really bad choice. Like, so, you know, yeah, it was like, I knew that I needed to be done. And then you have summer break. And then you're like, no, maybe it's not so bad. I'm, this year, I'm going to just be really zen and like stress free. And so like, everything will be different. And then it's like, no. <laughs> so how long did you with the idea yeah it was it was almost a full year I think between when I had first like interacted with laptop freedom program stuff and then when I was actually like I'm gonna do the discovery call like I'm gonna come up with the money and like I'm gonna do the actual program that's really cool I just I love how all of our journeys are different yeah (laughs) like why we started what made us say yes and then like how long we looked around like just so um so tell us so what services did you start off with and then what are and then that that answer can kind of lead into what are you doing now and um what what's that looking like for you yeah so initially I would say I was definitely one of those people who was like overly stressed but like niching down and like uh, you know like making all of these like really important seeming decisions that and I was just like you don't need to make any of those decisions like just see what happens um and as far as like not limiting myself so quickly and mm-hmm. that was really wise <laughs> um and so I did open myself up to like anything and there were things that I thought I was going to love. Like when I first started using the first client I had that I did stuff in ClickFunnels for, I was like doing this like editing and like for the copy. And I was like, Oh yeah, like I would love this. I would totally do this. And then like two weeks into that project, it was like, when is it over? When will it be over? Is it over now? (laughs) And I was like, okay, surprise. I don't, like there's something my brain does like about the little detailed nitty gritty picky stuff. But like as a one-off project, that was fun to see how it worked. Not as mm-hmm. like a, this is my new career. <laughs> and I had quite a few clients like that where it's like, oh, I had a lot of fun learning how to, you know, manage an email inbox and then be like, I'm not going to do that forever, but I'm glad I know how. Um, and so I definitely, you know, kind of had a finger in every pot. I, took on some smaller jobs that were really just about like, oh, yeah, that's something I haven't done before, um, you know, for $50 or $100 or whatever, like I'm willing to like do the project and see. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did end up finding like, okay, I, I really like working with entrepreneurs. I really like working with coaches who are, you know, helping people improve their lives in some way, whether that's lifestyle or business um, doesn't, really matter to me that much per se just kind of like that development genre I guess um and then I ended up really going back to words uh, I was an English teacher so I'm really good with the sort of like grammar and you know piecing things together and coming up with different ways to say things and um and so now I pretty much do all um copywriting and then I'll do like editing and I'll do some website audits for people um and then I'm also um, I've always wanted to do grad school, like since I finished um, college, yeah. I've known that I wanted to go back. And so I also last year, that was something that I kind of like embarked on my grad school journey for psychology and creativity studies. 
Um, and so I've started to do uh, like expressive art sessions with people that are so fun. And that's sort of the direction that I see myself growing in the future. Um, but it's so nice to be able to continue with my copywriting and all of that and, and kind of have mm -hmm. time to make those decisions, which I love. Yeah, I, I really think this industry, there, there's a foundation and then you can like broaden on your interests. Because um, like there's some people I talked to about the Laptop Freedom Program. They were just like, well, I just, I would be wasting my college education. Um, actually, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I too went to school for English. I was going to be an English teacher, totally dropped out, um, after my prerequisites and, um, uh, I had gotten into it with a professor. So <laughs> it just, it kind of <laughs> like made me realize that it probably wasn't for me, but then I picked up marketing. And then when I found this industry, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I can use my college education. I just need the foundation on how to start a business and what this industry is and being educated on the mm -hmm. industry. Um, <clears throat> but I really like how you, you're even going back to school. You know, you're pursuing that grad status dream and you're already viewing on how it can work in your business and what yeah. you want to turn it into. And I think that's really exciting. Um, congratulations. That's so neat. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where, like I've always wanted to, but like it doesn't necessarily, it hasn't always felt practical. Like, Hey, when I was teaching, it's like, it takes up so much time. I don't know how I would also mm -hmm. be a student, like totally overwhelmed. And then B it's like the pay bump is so small. It's like, I, <laughs> there's really not a huge point. Um, and then, <clears throat> but it's something that I've always wanted. Like I would do it for no money. Yeah. Like I just wanted, it's just something that I've wanted. And so when right. I was kind of looking at programs last year, you know, and my husband is like, just so I'm clear, like, is this just like for fun or like, are we, are you going somewhere? <laughs> what are you doing? So, like, was, what is yeah, this? yeah. You know, he's like, just kind of checking in here. <laughs> um, but like, I loved to just feel like, no, you know, I was like, you know what, babe, like eventually I definitely, I think I'm going to go more of the coaching route. Um, and so I don't know exactly how this particular education might play into that, but I also know, like, I mean, it's psychology and creativity studies. It's an amazing program. I'm going to learn mm -hmm. so many amazing things. And like, I totally see how I would weave it into an online coaching career. And I absolutely don't think you need that. I'm not trying to make that case, but I also think there's nothing wrong with being educationally qualified to do really amazing things either. No. Um, and I mean, I love education, so. Um, so I just yeah. loved that I was able to sort of justify it in terms of like, oh, I totally see how I could use it. <laughs> and I know it's all going to come together. So, <laughs> yeah, it will. I love that. Um, and I'm totally butchering the quote, but it's like a rel a well-read woman is a dangerous creature. Yeah. Like, yes. we like to be educated. Like, we just do. Like, <laughs> yeah. my husband is so funny. He's like, the college girl has never left you. Like, you're mm -hmm. always reading you're always educating yourself like on anything, any subject. And I was like, well, that's what college teaches you to do. It doesn't matter what you go to school for. You learn how to research. You learn where to look for things. You learn how to analyze like no matter what. And so, yeah, it's, it's really, really great that you're able to just continue that. So that's, 
really neat. Um, so we kind of talked a little bit. So now you're doing like more copywriting and like content, content analyzing. So do you have a specific client or do you work with anyone and you've kind of niched down into more of the service rather than the specific client? Yeah, so right now I have about six people that I pretty consistently do a lot of content work with. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll occasionally pick up sort of like one-off type jobs, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, audit your whole side and give you ideas on how you could revise this to be more, you know, action-oriented or speak to your people better or just give you feedback. Like sometimes <laughs> people who don't necessarily write a lot will like write all of these words and in their minds, it was it was coming off a certain way. Um, and then so even just the feedback of like, okay, when I read this, here's how I'm feeling. Here's what I'm thinking. And yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, that wasn't intentional. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do those sort of like um, audit feedback pieces for people <clears throat> and I have fun doing that. Um, and then I do, there's a marketing agency that I'll contract stuff with sometimes. Um, if I'm just kind of looking to like fill some of those extra spots where it's like, oh, I don't want to like go find a whole new client, but, um, I have a little bit of extra time. I'll do that. And that has worked like pretty nice for me for some balance, um, in terms of, uh, being able to sort of take time to do other things. Like last weekend I was like, oh, tickets are like so cheap to go to South Dakota, which is where my family lives. So I was like, I'm going to like, not, I like work, do what I need to do in advance. And then I'm just going to take like Friday through Tuesday off and like be with my sister and my nephews. And it was so fun. Uh, so those sorts of things have been really nice. Like I feel like I have a good balance. Like could I have more clients? Probably, but I'm also in school and I'm really enjoying like, I'm going to do yoga today or I'm going to like not work super hard today. And like, I feel like I just kind of needed that in this particular season. So it's, working <laughs> yeah and, and I bet with your teaching career it wasn't like that no oh my gosh no teaching during the school year was so exhausting I feel like it was like 60 hours a week it was so hard to have boundaries you're like doing stuff before school and after school and on the weekends and you know mm -hmm. if you're not like going to people's events or their games or doing extra tutoring you have like you know a hundred foot pile of papers you're supposed to be grading or <laughs> English teachers get the short end of the stick when it comes to grading. <laughs> you know, we can't just like scan it like math teachers can. You're doing so so much like extra. Right. Yeah. Um, nope. Yes. Essay based. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, oh. Which were my favorite. I'm not going to complain, but my poor teachers were probably just like, ah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the lifestyle. So, so a lot of what attracted you to assisted or for virtual assisting <clears throat> um yes it was health and your job and everything but did you really I mean I know with the laptop freedom program we really talk about like freedom and lifestyle changes like did you really expect it to be as broad as it could be or did you um were you kind of just like well I'm just looking for a career change and see how it goes because like yeah I bought into the freedom but it was more of how can I make money and still stay home with my kid? And then the freedom came later and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you, you almost like for me, it was, I almost didn't believe that part until it actually happened. So I'd love your take on that. Like 
how how did that play out for you with your journey? Yeah, so especially with you know working sixty hours a week and being an educator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was interesting because I like I kind of had this. So I had this like a make or break moment in a sense where like I was in my contract and I wasn't going to like break my contract and then just be <clears> living <throat> in the district. Um, but my husband got offered a job out of state. So we moved from Texas to Arizona and the dist- and so like for the district, if you can show, you know, proof of like, I'm not just breaking my contract for kicks and giggles. Like I just yeah. can't commute to Dallas from Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. No um, kidding. You know, so they were like great about it. So I got relieved of my contract. And then the way that um, teaching was set up in Texas is that like, you know how people will complain like teachers get paid all year for nine months of work. But like the way that it goes is like they take, they hold a certain part of every paycheck and then that's what they pay you over the summer so that you can have 12 right, months of right. paycheck. So when I left mm-hmm. early, I had a semester done. And so all of the money they'd held from that semester to pay me over the summer, I just got as like a small like lump sum. And so it was kind of like, okay, I have like three months to either like make this work, you know, where like I'll technically have this little like fallback if it just like nothing happens with it. Um, and then if it doesn't work, I need to get a job, whether that's like teaching or whatever. <laughs> Um, so I was very like motivated to feel like I had a very, you know, specific amount of time that we could like make it work for me to do it. And so I feel like I wasn't as necessary. like, I didn't, I wouldn't say like, Oh, I felt super free immediately. You know, it was like, really like nose to the grindstone. Like I'm gonna, like, I need to make this work. And you're so used to that mentality when you've been like sort of working a nine to five or, you know, like. Um, like I have to show up, I have to make this work. And I will admit there is definitely like a certain level of like desperation to it. <laughs> Probably in the beginning, you know, like I, it was just like, I really want this to work and I'm really showing up and I'm really going all in. And I probably didn't give myself a ton of like, girl, you're free type energy. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah. really focused. Yep. And then as it was kind of like, oh, like this is working. Like I'm getting clients and like this is working, then I think I was able to sort of like look around a little more and be like, yeah, oh, and like, what do I want my life to like look like, you know, oh, do I like work from the park on Tuesdays? I think I do. Like, you know, like able to just kind of like, embrace that flexibility a lot more and start to have more fun and find ways to bring more like fun and creativity and play into what I want my day-to-day life to look like has definitely been like an evolving journey that I would say no like it didn't like strike me immediately and if I had been in the position where I was working full-time and doing it on the side I think it would have been similar like there mm-hmm. it, there can be a little bit of a grind aspect in the beginning where it feels like one more big thing <laughs> um, so I don't think you necessarily feel like free immediately but as you like get into that groove it's like you just look up one day and go, oh, this is like a whole new life. Yeah. <laughs> <was really> <laughs> yeah, 100%. I really resonate with that. That's 100% true. What got you into interviewing people for a podcast? Yeah, so when I, after I like was feeling pretty good about my VA business, like I was still growing it a lot, but 
like I was feeling more confidence. I was also looking around and feeling like a lot of these people are doing things that like I could totally do, you know, and I think that's something I love about being a virtual assistant. You like see the back end of things and you go, oh, like that's accessible or like Mm -hmm. I see, (laughs) you know, like it's just all these different systems. And once you, you know, you've been in all the email providers and you've been in all the course things and you've done people's, you know, podcasts, this and that, it's kind of like, this is stuff that I could just do, you know, and it, that kind of gives you this extra freedom. And so I love podcasts and I love the idea of podcasting. And I did kind of put together um, this like personal brand and a podcast and I had a ton of fun putting it together. And something else that I will say, when you are in Facebook groups, you know, all the time looking for those clients, especially on the front end, or if you're doing it on Instagram or wherever you're doing it, you also like come across a lot of other like little opportunities like, oh, interesting. You know, like for instance, my first website, which is beautiful, it's not up and live right now, so you can't go there, but it was Rorschach Your Reality and it was absolutely beautiful. And I got it by seeing somebody post, hey, she is a designer. She wants a website, but she's terrible with words. And she would totally do a copy exchange with a copywriter. And I was like, yeah, I would totally do that because I can't afford a website, but I would love to like play with it. Um, And so that was like a really fun service exchange where I learned a lot about writing full copy. And that was sort of part of my pivot to copywriting specifically. And then she made me a beautiful brand that I had so much fun. And I did the podcast around that. And it was really all about like, uh, well, Rorschach tests are like the ink blot test, you know, um, and where if you get, if you look at the ink blot, you have associations and thoughts and things that come up for you. And they're probably not what comes up for me. And they're mm-hmm. not what comes up to our listeners, right? They're personal based on how we choose to interpret. We all have this little like lens. And so Rorschach, your reality was kind of my concept around, we're all looking at our reality and we're coming up with like stories and interpretations. I'm like, oh, this is what that means. And I tended to have a a kind of a negative storyteller in my head, like, oh, this is why I can't do it. Oh, this is why it was a failure. And I knew it would be, you know, like that kind of a situation. Um, And so I, so that's what that was kind of all about. And I had a ton of fun with it. Um, I have right now, I have pulled it down because I'm kind of reworking a brand now from a place of more clarity around like, oh, what I would actually want to offer, which is more about like embodiment and expressive arts. And so I'm kind of retooling it. Um, But it was an amazing experience that I feel was accessible to me. I mean, from the podcast to the website to everything because of being a VA and like really having that foundation and like getting how all of these pieces work. Um, And so, That's so neat. So where um, can we find you on socials? Yeah. So right now, the easiest way is probably just um, like Facebook, Instagram. I'm Hannah Hassler. Um, pretty easy to find. And then um, I will probably in the group have to connect you with my new stuff when it's up, which I'm doing another exchange with, um, with an amazing graphic designer that I'm going to write all of her stuff. And I love trades like that when you're like, oh, you don't even have to. I mean, yes, you could totally pay someone. That's an option too. Um, but there's really fun trades when you are like a very uh, widely expressed virtual assistant. You learn how to do so many things that you can like do lots of fun little. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of, there's benefits to trading if you do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, there really is. I'm all about 
I'm all about bartering and trading. If I actually still take part in one, um, I have a lady that comes and cleans my house twice a week or twice a month. And I do her social media. Oh man, like, I mean that kind of a bar. It's just like, oh. yeah, I can't get rid of it. Like I just can't. And it's motive. It's motivating for me. I work hard for her because when she comes to my house on Thursdays, like it is the best day of my life. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> and see, I think that like sometimes <clears throat> you'll see things in threads and stuff where like, basically people are trying to barter with like look at you can do all this free work and it'll be great exposure for you and that's like a huge like no yeah that's a big scam no it's like what can I do for you and what can you do for me like you don't want to work for free yeah but you also want to like benefit and bar so that's really that's a really great tip that you shared with us that's that's really neat yes yeah I think Um, kind of my little filter for that is like would I be excited to pay for that service? And mm-hmm. like, no, I would not be excited to pay you for exposure. <laughs> yeah. So no, but it's like, oh, I would totally pay someone to clean my house. So like, if we can find a fair energy exchange, perfect. I will totally do it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.